0: Hey everyone, this is 30 Day Trek. I'm your host, LeCannon, and in this episode, we are covering the Season 2 episode of Lower Decks, We'll Always Have Tom Paris. This is the one where, as Boimler is back on the Cerritos after his brief transfer to the Titan, and Lieutenant Shax is back from the dead, Tendi is sent on a personal mission from Dr. Ta'ana to go pick up a family heirloom of hers out of storage. She invites Mariner to come along, since they've never had a mission before that's just the two of them, and make it a girl's trip. But upon retrieving the heirloom, which is a Cation libido post, they accidentally break the head off it and try to get it fixed, which takes them from a bar where they try to hustle a group of Nausikens at the Domjot table to an Orion pirate outpost. Meanwhile, back on the ship, due to the beefed-up security, the replicators and doors don't recognize Boimler, which gets in the way of his goal to get Tom Paris, who's on a handshake morale tour and is visiting the Cerritos, to sign his commemorative Tom Paris plate. Boimler eventually ends up having to crawl his way through the Jeffries tube to get to the bridge and try not to get killed. Nobody knows the Cerritos like Bradward Boimler. Fine. You want to play it that way, Cerritos? I know another way. Because I know you like you should know me. Ah! Access denied. Oh, no, no, no. This can't be happening. First I get kicked off the Titan, then the Cerritos doesn't even know me anymore. Where do I belong? Come on, Brad. This is your home. You're right where you belong. Then why am I gonna die in a Jeffrey's tube? You're not. You. Brad Boimler. And you've been in tougher spots than this. Now open up a panel and start figuring out a solution. You're right. Thanks, Tom Paris. I am a little worried about the fumes in here though. You know, since you're talking to a plate. I don't know. I kind of like them. <laughs> And as for the C-plot with Rutherford, upon finding out that Shax, who died in the No Small Parts season finale saving Rutherford, is alive and that asking bridge officers who have died how they came back is one of the few taboos left in the 24th century, Rutherford goes back and forth on asking Shax since he feels responsible for Shax's death. We'll Always Have Tom Paris, which is a reference to the famous We'll Always Have Paris line from Casablanca and the season one episode of The Next Generation with the same title, is an incredibly fun episode of Lower Decks that mixes things up and has our two female leads pair off and have an adventure together. We, along with Mariner and Tendi, find out more about each other. That the Cerritos is Mariner's fifth ship that she's worked on, she was aboard DS9 the same time that Worf was, she's pansexual, and that she keeps her personal life vague since when she does open up to someone, they end up getting either transferred or promoted. As for Tendi, we find out that she's a fan of Klingon acid punk, and that amongst Orions, Tendi is referred to as the Mistress of the Winter Constellations, and can take dominance when the situation calls on it. It's screwball madcap that shows off the strength of the characters and the humor. And when Mariner is made up to look like an Orion, it acknowledges the thorny issue of whether in the previous shows, the human characters had to disguise themselves as other alien races for undercover missions, and how it plays today. With the B-plot of Boimler, as a geek who has gone to many conventions with DVDs and Blu-rays to get signed, and has a framed back of a lawn chair signed by Roxanne Dawson and the cast of Burden of Truth, I immediately loved it as well as Robert Duncan McNeil reprising the role of Tom Paris since after Voyager, he transitioned into being a TV director who went from teen dramas like Dawson's Creek and One Tree Hill to numerous episodes of Chuck and is currently killing it on Resident Alien. As for the C-plot with Rutherford and Shaq... In retrospect, it was dumb for me to say in the Lower Decks episode of my main podcast that Shaxx would be staying dead, since characters coming back from the dead happens all the time. And I love that the joke isn't that it keeps happening, but that everyone accepts it and that asking about it is one of the few taboos left in the 24th century. When Boimler and Mariner list off all the ways that bridge officers have come back from the dead, these are all things that have happened over the franchise. The transporter pattern buffer thing was for Scotty in the TNG episode Relics. Genesis Device and Restored Katra was from Spock in Star Trek 3. Mirror Universe Switcheroo is for Georgiou in Discovery. Borg Rebuilt Him was for Neelix in the Voyager episode Mortal Coil. Future Son from an Alternate Timeline was for Alexander Rajenko in the TNG episode Firstborn. And Nexus Time Ribbon, the same thing, was for Kirk in Star Trek Generations. But of course, Rutherford has to finally address the elephant in the room and begs Shax to tell him. Deck 15! <laughs> Whoa, baby bear. What's the matter? I know I'm not supposed to ask you how you came back from the dead, but I know it was my fault that you died, and maybe if you tell me how you came back, I won't feel as guilty anymore. Turbo lift halt. It wasn't your fault. Saving you was my duty. There's a reason we don't tell anyone how we come back. I know. You can't tell me because I'm just an ensign. It's nothing to do with rank, son. We're sparing you dark truths about scientific depravity that would haunt you for the rest of your days. Once you know, you can never go back to being the man you were before. Works for me! Tell me! Tell me! Okay, so death is the first thing that happens. And then... Oh, wait. You do know about the Black Mountain, right? Uh, the what now? The Black Mountain is a spiritual battleground your soul goes where you have to fight three faceless apparitions of your father. They're not just surviving, so they're As for favorite jokes in the episode, I love the moment when Mariner tries to blend in at the Orion pirate outpost by doing the cliched pirate impression, to which the guy next to her says, uh, why are you talking like that? I love that when Boimler finally gets to the bridge, he's so dirty and disheveled that Tom Paris mistakes him for a Kazon, the knockoff Klingons from the first two seasons of Voyager, and then gets his ass kicked. And that when Tendi returns the family heirloom to Dr. Ta'ana and is ready to take full responsibility for its destruction, Dr. Ta'ana... Anna hand waves it away as she cares more about the wooden box it came in. This is another episode that sets up some of the longer threads and running jokes in Lower Decks. In the season 4 episode, In the Cradle of Vexelon, when Bormler dies on the mission, he finds himself in a purple version of what I'm going to say is the Black Lodge from Twin Peaks, since it has the same zigzag black and white floor pattern, and out the window, you can see the Black Mountain. And Tendi's past as Mistress of the Winter Constellations would be explored more in the 4th season as well. As for trivia, this is considered by Star Trek. To be the 800th episode of the franchise. Memory Alpha has it as 804 of now 908. This varies if you include the original The Cage Pilot, the 13 films, and the 10 feature length episodes throughout the franchise as two separate episodes since they're broken up into two parters in syndication. And while the Hamilton Collection did in fact put out commemorative Star Trek plates, they did not have a Tom Paris plate during that initial run. There is one available now at Star TrekUnlimited.com. With Christmas coming up, if 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 any of my listeners want to get one for me, let me know. I also want to give a shout out to the Delta Flyers podcast hosted by Garrett Wong and Robert Duncan McNeil. I finally got caught up with the podcast after watching all of Star Trek Voyager last year, and they give really great insight into the series with Wong telling behind the scenes stories and McNeil watching the episodes from the perspective of a producer and director. And they'll be joined by Armin Shimmerman and Terry Farrell as they plan on doing a watch of Deep Space Nine in the future. Join me tomorrow as we look at one more of my favorite episodes from the second season of Lower Decks, one that brings Back a trek veteran and has one of the weirdest bits of metacasting in the franchise's history. And if you'd like to get in contact with me, my email address is Rody at Yahoo.com, and I'm on Instagram at Rody and Luke Anand on Facebook. Live long and prosper, and also live well.